Hello there, boxing fans around the world. Thanks for joining me once again here on Talking Fight for another episode of Boxing News today. Uh, we're going to follow up, up on a, a story we were following all last week, and that is uh, the big fight that was happening uh, down in uh, Las Vegas at Resorts World, uh, featuring Teofimo Lopez, who moved up to uh, 140 pounds after losing his lightweight title to George Camposas Jr., and he was uh, fighting... Uh, as I called him, the underdog Pedro Campa. I actually called out several underdogs on this particular card uh, for all you betting fans out there. But anyway, uh, the former lightweight king and now junior welterweight uh, absolutely clobbered Pedro Campa, as was discussed uh, by the boys on uh, Knockout of the Week yesterday. Um, he uh, shook off his ring rust and uh, you know, knocked out uh, Campa and in a pretty conclusive fashion, quite frankly. So he's now uh, at 140 pounds, probably looking to fight, uh, oh, obviously, Josh Taylor, but he might be a little too busy. Uh, and you might want to consider uh, Ryan Garcia because, quite frankly, Oscar De La Hoya was seen ringside. And uh, not to mention, of course, Zapita and Progress. So there's so a few contenders in there all uh, battling uh, for that 140-pound uh, that uh, division. And uh, good luck uh, to Senor Lopez. Hope he does well. Uh, in another uh, co-feature that we mentioned last week, Xander Zayas maintained his uh, undefeated record and picked up the NABO junior middleweight title in the process with a fifth-round knockout over a veteran, Elias Espadas, who's now 22-5. and five. Uh, He knocked out uh, Espadas, um, uh, with a sweeping right hand in the fifth uh, round. In other uh, uh, fights on that particular card that I happened to mention last week, it was good to see uh, junior lightweight fighter Andres Cortez maintain his undefeated record. He's now 18-0 with his defeat of uh, Abraham Montoya. Uh, Troy Isley maintained his undefeated record, beating Victor Tony. Uh, Duke Reagan remains undefeated with his victory over D'Angelo Fuentes. And junior welterweight Omario Rosero remains undefeated as well with his victory over Esteban Munoz. Rounding out that card, it's good to see Charlie Sheehy, now 4-0, uh, defeat Juan Castaneda. Uh, the Bay Area product Sheehy went the distance for the first time as a pro, battling away the constant pressure of Castaneda en route to a shutout decision. Some fantastic uh, card down in Las Vegas. And uh, as I said, for all you betting fans who bet on those underdogs I mentioned, uh, sorry about your luck. Uh, but if, on the other hand, uh, you did not bet on the underdogs and went for the uh, guys who are heavily favored, you probably made uh, some money. All right, here we go. Badu Jack has arrived in Saudi Arabia ahead of his uh, fight against uh, Richard Rivera, who's 21-0, by the way, undefeated, young prospect. Uh, and that fellow with an unblemished record is looking to take on Badu Jack and Jeddah on the undercard of the big Usyk-Joshua fight this upcoming weekend. Uh, let's keep in mind Badu Jack is a two-division boxing world champion, uh, former super middleweight and light heavyweight champ. Uh, when he arrived, was met by several Saudi dignitaries, influencers, and members of the royal family. 
at the King Abdulaziz International Airport and welcome the champ to the kingdom, uh, said Batter Jack. I was so surprised to see how many Saudi fans and supporters came to the airport to welcome me. I feel right at home here in Saudi Arabia and appreciate all the love from everyone. I'm going to put on a great performance for my fans here on the 20th, without a doubt. Keep in mind, in this previous two outings, both in the Middle East, Jack defeated Andy Atoyo by way of first-round knockout on the Floyd Mayweather versus Donnie Moore exhibition event in Abu Dhabi, uh, and then followed up by scoring a second-round stoppage against Samuel Preston in Dubai with a victory on August 20th. He has his sights set on capturing a third division world title at Cruiserweight. So uh, good luck to talk and fight uh, favorite batter Jack. We've mentioned him often, and uh, he looks to, to score a pretty big, impressive victory over, as I said, though, an unblemished uh, record. Uh, Richard Rivera, 21-0. So it's going to be a good fight and a good card indeed. We certainly look forward to watching it. It's going to be a great fight. Alrighty, let's move along to Chris Eubank Jr., who's going toe-to-toe against uh, Connor Ben. And uh, this follows on the heels of both of their fathers having quite uh, an interesting battle like 30-odd years ago. Um, and so they had a media scrum the other day down at the O2 Arena. And here are a few quotes courtesy of our friend Eddie Hearn, chairman of uh, Matchroom Sport. Let's have a quick look what uh, Eddie had to say. We all grew up with this rivalry, the greatest rivalry in British boxing. In 1990, I was 11 years old, and I remember one of the greatest nights for our family when Chris Eubank Sr. stopped Nigel Benn to win the world middleweight title in Birmingham. Um, years later, I remember the, the night so clearly, a hazy night at Old Trafford, over 45,000 people, 15 million on terrestrial TV watched the rematch. And now, almost 30 years on, we get to see part three, an incredible moment and these two step up for what will be the biggest fight in British boxing. Uh, So let's have a quick look at what Chris Eubank Jr. had to say. For him, it's a win-win. And for me, if I lose to Conor Ben on October 8th, I'm finished. My goal is to fight for a world title in the next year. I can't lose to Conor Ben and expect to fight for a middleweight world title. It can't happen. This part, Conor Ben said, I've said that numerous times. This is a fight that makes sense for now. The world title is still the goal, but this is once in a lifetime. This is a fantasy fight for the British public. Forget about how apart we were when I turned first pro. The names were still mentioned to me. Eubank was still mentioned to me before I even had my debut fight. It's just been brewing, and the stars have aligned for October 8th. As Chris said, we've both walked the same road, so you've got to respect that. I respect all fighters. But when we get in there, we will settle all the family business. I'm taking care of the family business. The last fight was a drop. It's about time I set the score straight. So we look forward to an excellent fight between uh, Connor Band and Chris Eubank Jr. taking place, as I said, at the O2 Arena in London on October 8th. Uh, for my final story of the day, uh, coming out of uh, Quebec, Canada, uh, it seems that David Lemieux is retiring from competition. Uh, the former IBF middleweight champ uh, not only made history uh, with his unforgettable performance, keeping in mind uh, he scored 43 victories in 48 fights, 36 knockouts along the way, 
you know, over 200 rounds of competition. But he has retired. And uh, let's have a quick look and see if we have some comments here. Sure. As I said, uh, I've accomplished a lot in the course of my career. I've achieved my dream of becoming a world champion. I've given the fans rousing fights by accepting every challenge that came my way. I devoted my life to training, to boxing, and now I want to cherish every minute with my family. I've accomplished a lot, but I didn't do it alone. I want to take this opportunity to thank all the fans who supported me and encouraged me throughout my career. Thank you to I the Tiger management team, especially Cardamil and Mark. Two exceptional men, states Lemieux. Uh, I have the Tiger, a management company out of Montreal, uh, Canada, and David Lemieux grew and evolved together. Together, they experienced nights uh, both high and low, moments of sadness and greatest joy. At times, they would be crushed, but then as a team, they'd rise above and celebrate and continue to plow ahead. The team became a family and accomplished what many said they could never do. They carved out a place for themselves among the elite one of the most competitive divisions in, on the international scene. And thanks to performances that thrilled the fans and brought crowds to their feet. Um, said uh, uh, Camille Esteban, um, president of the Tiger Management. David is the kind of guy that people love because he's authentic and his heart is as big as the province of Quebec. Saying a lot. Uh, he'll, he is someone who will take the challenge head on, uh, something he's done throughout his career. Is all my respect for what he's accomplished, and even more so today as he retires at the peak of health instead of clinging to the past. He's chosen to retire at the right moment, and I want to thank him for everything. So, uh, I guess uh, sad news out of uh, Quebec, but uh, with his head held up, uh, David Lemieux has retired from the sport of boxing. And with that, bid adieu. Uh, thank you for joining me here on Talk and Fight. Appreciate it. Uh, remember to like, share, subscribe, hit that notification bell, and we'll see you later on at 4 p.m. Eastern time with Knuckle Up with Mike Orr and Cedric Fan. Thank you.